everybody has been asking us, how did a pastor mm-hmm. hook up with a media with a mogul? heathen. No, nobody's <laughs> ever said that. No, they did a How did a pastor sure. of a mega church connect with a media heathen. mogul? You, you're making me stutter. <laughs> you say it. I do that sometimes, make you stutter. You say it. How does a pastor find a heathen and marry her? Babe, we only How have did a, you land a lady? <laughs> we only have a limited amount of time, and nobody oh, has bad. time to be playing with my you bad, all day. My bad, but like, that's what some people say. The girl zone. Girl zone. The girl zone. Girl zone. Don't pay any attention to that. The girl zone. I am Keon Henderson, and this is Shawnee Henderson, and welcome to the Grow Zone. Now, I think we, we're going to have to tell them real quick what okay. that means. So, okay. do you want me to take a stab at it, or are you going to? No, you go ahead, because your version is a lot more detailed than mine. I would have to agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, so, the the Grow Zone was an idea that you and I had, mm-hmm. and um, I never will forget. We were at the house, and I was drawing on a sheet of paper. And you said, what we're going to name it? I said, what about if we name it the Ozone? Mm-hmm. And you said, what's the Ozone? And then I said, yeah. That's I, mean, pretty much I know what, what the Ozone is. I mean, but you were, you were saying what I meant by Correct. calling you it know, the Ozone. You know, people out there would be like, you didn't know what the Ozone was? Okay, you know, I got you. So right. you know what the Ozone is, yes. but you didn't know my association Correct. to the Ozone. Correct. So I took a sheet of paper out and I drew like what I thought the Ozone looked like. Mm-hmm. And how it protects everything in it. Mm -hmm. And we thought, you know what? We're going to create this ecosystem where we show how people to protect everything they have in them. Yes. And then we said, but it's a hole in the ozone. Right. Sometimes harmful stuff gets through it. I don't know. You're looking at me like, is that about right? I'm I'm just remembering the actual drawing as you talk about it. It was dope. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to find out very quickly you're such a hater. Or am I just a realist? <laughs> well, well, a realist would be telling the truth about something, but my drawing was like Smithsonian. Dope. Ah. Mm. It's not, you're supposed to. That, that drawing was, everything that you're describing is was not in that drawing. Let's just say that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Visualize like stickman type drawing. It was you, you. You should just never draw it and just talk about it. You do that part beautifully. You know, so on the first episode, we're going to talk about haters that don't know they're haters. <laughs> and I want to introduce you to the largest hater of them all. Well, I drew it. Said the anyway. Yep. The anyway. grow zone mm-hmm. is designed by us yes. to help people to grow yes. every area of their life. Right. Right. That is correct. And what else? Like, so we're going to help them grow relationships. Yes. Finances. Right. Communication. Uh, communication. That's important. It is. And everything. Um, we'll have some parenting tips. We'll have co-parenting tips. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like we'll cover a little bit of everything. Finances, and, politics. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just talk about Hot what's topics. going on. Yep. What's going on in the world. And I do want to stress that we aren't this podcast that is coming at you on this expert level and that we're experts at anything. What 
we are are experienced. Yeah, we always say uh, we're not experts at anything, but we have experience in a lot of things. Correct. And my yeah. experience might not help everybody, right. but it will help somebody. So, you know, it's just about sharing and sharing our thoughts. Well, your experience has helped me. Might I add, you look very radiant today. Do I? Am yes. I glowing? You are glowing. Oh, thank you. I like to glow. Wow. It's called, like, bronzer or something like that. I don't know. I'm not good at makeup. Well, but if, I, if I'm if i shining for you, that's all that matters. Shining, shining. Yes, buddy. Do so, we have topics? We do have topics. But so, but here's the thing. Oh, we're not <clears> Everybody has been asking us, asking me. I don't know about you, but I, I sense, like, how did... Pastor, mm-hmm. hook up with a media with a mogul. heathen. No, nobody's <laughs> ever said that. No, they I did a. How did a pastor sure. of a mega church connect with a media heathen. mogul? You, you're making me stutter. <laughs> you say it. I do that sometimes, make you stutter. You say it. How does a pastor find a heathen and marry her? Babe, we only How have did a, you land a lady? <laughs> we only have a limited amount of time, and nobody oh, has time to be playing with my you bad, all day. My bad, but like, that's what some people say. Nobody ever said that. No, they do. I've never heard that. I, it, read my comments. They're, they're there sometimes. Those are bots. I mean, but it's said, you know, they probably are. They're, who cares? But they say it. I think it's kind of funny. I do, because I'm not a heathen, but it's funny. I like to go in, in your circle of people and say, the heathen is here. And then, because nobody thinks I've ever stepped in a church before I met you. That's I mean, I knew you was in church before you met me, but you got to admit, I got you closer to the cross now. You, oh, yeah. You have yeah. saved my life. Um, yeah. It's pretty much Wow. Right. No, I, mean, I didn't save your life, but I am very good for you. You are excellent for me. You really are. That's true. And you're good for me. Thank you. Yeah. But I do, I mean, yeah, I think that, okay, the question was, how does a pastor... How does a pastor get with what is what was the way well, you were I'm, to Well, I'm I'm glad it? we're talking about this because there's a little discrepancy in our house about mm-hmm. how this actually happened. And I want to go to the first date and I want to put on record. I want everybody to know how it went down and how we met because I'm tired. I'm tired of the discrepancies. I'm tired of the funny business and the chicanery and oh. and 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 all of the the hoodwinking behind this <laughs> yeah. story. Okay. I was there. Who are t- who's telling this? this no, I just false? hear you tell it, and when I hear you saying it to people, mm-hmm. it kind of get convoluted, mm. you know. So I'm gonna let you start. You you tell me what it was like when we first met in our first date. Oh, I had the best time. We had a impromptu date because you were in. Well, technically, you weren't in Los Angeles. You were. Pretty far outside of Los Angeles. San Bernardino. And you preached at a church in San Bernardino. I lived in L.A. And um, you were like, oh, do you, you know, I'm preaching. You want to come? And I was like, mm, San Bernardino, not so much. Love to hear you preach, but I'm not trying to drive to San Bernardino by mm. myself. That's a, that's right. <laughs> I wasn't driving <laughs> that far to church. So anyway, on your way, leaving San Bernardino to go home. They had you leaving out of LAX, which was great because I was like, cool, you know, maybe we can hook up when you get to LA, which mm-hmm. was, you know, around dinner time. But I was out with some friends mm-hmm. having dinner. 
So I said, okay, well, I'm going to, we're not going to be able to do dinner. I'm already out of dinner, but maybe I'll hit you later. Mm-hmm. I hit you later. And you were at your hotel. And then you were like, well, you can swing by here. In my mind, I was like, hmm, hotel, swing by. I'm a lady. Okay. He needs to understand. So keep that in your mind. So I said, okay, I'll meet you in the lobby. And you were a gentleman, and you were in the lobby. Mm-hmm. We went in the restaurant, and we sat, and we had such an awesome conversation. I ordered a margarita. No, you ordered two. Okay, after I finished my first one, I did order a second. No, That was no, not everybody's no, business. no. You ordered the second one before you see. This is the discrepancy. Okay, you I ordered, ordered the two second at the same one. time. There you go. All right, but let me explain why. Okay, it was closing. <laughs> it was about to close, so I said, "Okay, I'm gonna need two, Miss Lady. So could you please just knock it out and, and bring me two? Because I and you know I just wanted him. To, I wanted to be real. I wanted you to know that I like a good little, you know." cocktail every now and then not not on a regular just social outings so it was kind of a test to see if you were gonna judge me too but in, and you didn't i did not you didn't and i actually was mad that i didn't order two too but i'm a man <laughs> of the cloth and i cannot you be cannot and in public you, you know ahead. and you probably didn't know what i would think if you mm-hmm. did so okay i got you there anyway we had this great conversation that ended up being about five or six hours long to where we got kicked out of the restaurant into the regular lobby. We literally sat in front of like the check-in desk for the next three, four hours and mm-hmm. talked. And then... This is where it gets a little tricky. Then it was time to wrap it up. Right. And I said, I'm a lady and I need to go home. You have me out way too late, sir. That's what I said. And... Then he said, no, 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 please don't go. Not yet. I would want you to stay a little longer and let's keep talking because you, it's, I'm having such a good time. And I was like, no, it's way too late. And I can't be out on these L.A. streets alone like this. I'm, I'm just, that's not safe. And he was like, no, please, you'll be, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Please, please, please. So I had to go through that, and I stayed maybe an extra 30 minutes, and then then I had to go, for (laughs) real. (laughs) Then I had to go. So we get to valet, and I'm getting in the car, and some of y'all don't, well, you might know. This man is very into cars. I did not know that. So he was more into my car than he was me at that moment. So. Wow. I'm pretty sure you looked at my car. I was wondering what a girl was riding around on 26ers for. <laughs> That's what I was trying to figure out. I didn't out. know. Okay. I don't even know what that is. That's just the car looked nice. Anyway, that's nothing. That has nothing to do with this. He gave me a side hug, like <clears throat> paw paw. You know, like a a paw paw. Now Ooh, I, I can't need, wait to tell my side of the story. I didn't need Jesus. a kiss or anything like that. It was our first date. Can't wait I'm fine with that. But a side hug, like at least give me two Never arms. Two like arms hugs is is necessary. Like a nice, even a quick one. He gave me the paw paw. All right, baby. You know, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> that kind of hug. So I do remember that, which I was like, that was disappointing. 
I mean, Jesus, how long is okay. this going to take? Okay, I'm done. That was, that was our first day. Because it's all lies. Thank you for joining Grow Zone. We don't have any more time today for him to share his side of the story. Maybe next time. All right. Episode two. This is what <laughs> actually happened. All of that stuff is true. LAX, I'm coming through San Bernardino. All of that's true. Actually, meet me at the lobby. You somehow thought me asking you to come to the hotel Mm. was me asking you to come to the hotel room. Two different things. Mm -hmm. I was already downstairs when you arrived. I didn't know you like that. Uh, sister, I didn't know you like that either. Just saying, you know, I you mean, could have been trying to lure me, and I'm the prize to too. So it ain't no luring. Wasn't happening. It wasn't no luring, sucker. So that's how I, feel. I get there, and we do eat at the restaurant. We do. Actually, and you, you didn't feed me. You did. We did. Oh no, eat. that's right. You was drunk, mm-hmm. and plus, see, see you how had, story ain't no, right. You know why I didn't? Feed I was you? drunk. Is that what you said? Because did I tell the people I was. I was not drunk. I had to drive. Okay. You didn't need to eat because you just told the people you had already went out there to eat go. with other Get people. Get it right. Get it so right. So you didn't want anything to Correct. eat. Correct. So when we sat there and you had your drinks, and I don't know how many you had before you came, social lady, but you came <laughs> and you had your two drinks with me. Mm-hmm. And we sat there. They closed the restaurant. And then we go over to the table right by I've the place. Told this, right, We've talked all of that. Now, here's where it changes. Okay. I'm like, I got to get up and go in the morning. He's like, no, mm. no, please. <laughs> I don't have anything to do. I don't want to go home yet. I don't want to be bored. Oh. I was like, okay, well, I got to get up at 6, 7 in the morning. I got to go. Mm-mm. And your company has been great, but I got to leave. And you're like, well, you don't even have to go to sleep. If you leave in there early in the morning, you could just stay up. Like, you ain't got nothing to do. You can sleep on the plane. So I'm like, okay, I'll stay as long as I can. I, I, I know you don't, but it's the truth. So then... I'm looking at you staring at me the whole time. Whoa. And I'm like, man, this is uncomfortable. Who else this am I going to look at? This lady, I mean, but the way you were staring at me was just like, you know, wow. you was like doing eye exercises and stuff. And you were staring at me and I felt uncomfortable. I'm like, whoa, because I don't want her to try to take advantage of me. But uh, I don't want to, you know, I mean, you know, stranger things have been done. So Listen. I'm sitting up here looking at you stare you at me. What? Take you out to the car. I do say, you know, the car is off the chain. Like, you know, it was a Rover on the big rims. And I'm like, why is this girl mm-hmm. riding on a car that I got to step up and climb into? Mm-hmm. Right. With windows so tinted like you was a limo driver. I did side hug you and I did not kiss Here's you on the, the first date. Here's the truth. And the reason being is because I didn't want you on the grow zone telling people that I tried to hug you in the front or grab you on two arms and kiss you and all that. I only went as far as Papa. You know, as a gentleman goes. Ah. Right? Mm. You ain't saying nothing about me kissing you now. Mm, that's true. Okay, so I held off that. until it was time. Oh. And that's what gentlemen do. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you don't remember how you literally was accosting me with your <laughs> eyes is beyond me. I just have a problem with you being a liar today. You stared at me so much. You know what? I did. I stared you down. And he was like, don't leave. No, yeah, no, stay, no. stay. No. <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure that's what I said you did. You're copying me. No, you, you remember what happened. You no. just don't remember who did it. No, you just So that's how I want you to hear me. My version of the story is how a mega pastor meets a, me- a mega mogul who 
pretty much was obsessed with me um, from day one. And oh I, my God. I don't, I'm not mad at you because, you know, we, we got married. So we did. It, it ended up being the way it was supposed to be. Okay. All right. So let me ask you this question. Since you don't remember the truth about how we met, but I do know you know this. Like, when we came, I remember <clears throat> something about that conversation. Okay. You started talking about all these deal breakers you had. Oh, my God, you had some. Did I say that on the first date? I don't remember. It just all came together, but okay. I just want to get it out of my I'm system. I'm pretty sure I didn't. I don't know. I don't remember. Don't, but I did say deal breakers, but not on the first date. No? No. What did we like, talk about for six hours then? I was going to like, talk to you like that. You absolutely knew I, you was going to talk to me no, like I that. Didn't. You was obsessed with me when you got there. You need to cut it out. No, I did not know that I was going to talk to you like that after our first date. I didn't. You know, didn't we almost didn't make it. Cause let me tell you something you did oh, that God. that kind of got on my nerves when we what? first met. When I texted you oh. and asked you, can I call you? And you told me, no, I'm better experienced in person. I'm like, what kind of nerve do these California women got? How are you going to tell somebody I'm better experienced in person? I don't want to talk to you on the phone. I am. And I did, I did talk to you on the phone. I just said, like, you know, I am a better experience in person because I can be very sarcastic. And my sarcasm sometimes can come off to a new person as, like, not so nice. You almost missed me, sister. But I didn't. <laughs> you wanted to experience me in person. That's why you asked me on a date. But anyway... After that first date, I did not know that we were going to talk because, for the record, the dating pool has pee in it. It's wow. really, really yellow, and I hate it there. And at that time, you technically were in the dating pool. So I wasn't, I didn't have great expectations at all. And I grew up in church, and I know how some pastors can be. I'm just keeping 100. But you're not like that. You know what I'm saying, though. I don't though. like your attitude. I, you don't like my honesty. I don't like your attitude. It's, but very, it's very aggressive. Right <laughs> you're being very you aggressive. You were not like I thought you would be you're at all. Very judgmental. No. This is very factual. What did you expect of me? I don't know. Like You thought I was going to come in I'm going to get in trouble. Amazing Maybe. Grace. And then be like, you want to go upstairs? Wow. You know, so you're talking about like Leon Lonnie yeah. Love or something? Yeah, but that's you know, real and you know it. You know you have met that pa- that preacher man several times in your life. Do not lie. I don't know what I met in my life because I meet most preachers in the pulpit. So all that kind of stuff, that's TV. First know? of all, your lying face is awful. So <laughs> let's just say you are not telling the truth and you know that you have met those preachers that just are like, ah, you see that hot tender that you, you know, like you, you've met them. I've met several of them. So I just didn't know. I didn't know what type of dude you were, you know, so I did not have great expectations. I've never dated a pastor before or a preacher. So it was like, oh, God, first of all, I thought it was going to be really boring. Like, this is not going to be fun. I don't think God is pleased with your attitude on this first I episode. think God is pleased with my honesty because you were not anything that I thought you would be. Mm. The conversation was nothing like I thought it was going to be. I did think that it was going, going to be a very wholesome, like, kind of, you know, on Wednesday night. So you didn't think we was going to have fun and stuff like that? At all. I just didn't think you would be fun. I didn't think that, like... 
your lifestyle really allowed you to be the kind of fun that I like. You know what I mean? Like, I want to go dance with my friends at the dime. Everybody don't know what the dime is, but, you know, at the little local spot that we go and have a good time. And and I just thought that you would be like, oh, no, that's, you know. No, actually, that's of the world. No, baby. I actually was looking for somebody who understood that my whole life wasn't lived in a sanctuary. Right. Like somebody who could let me access that part of me without feeling judged. Mm, mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And so meeting you helped me to actually be balanced. Yeah. You know, and to be okay with balance. And found out that there are a lot of people in the world that are looking for balanced leaders. Like, Agreed. Not for this person who's going to make me feel like, oh, if I watch Game of Thrones on TV, then I'm a sinner because right. I'm, I'm watching, you know. Right. Because the, the, you be watching Game of Thrones a lot. It's, it's, like, it's really not necessary for you to okay. put my business in. The you put it out there, not me. No, I didn't say I watched it. You told him oh, I did. Oh, he'd be watching it. Wow. Okay. Well, thank but you. I, Hopefully but, they give us a commercial check. So. Right. <laughs> I um, But you're right. I, I said to you that I, what I loved about your, your preaching was that you're relatable and you spoke at a level of understanding and realness where growing up in church, to me, the pastor or preacher was kind of above you. Right. And like, not that he didn't make mistakes, but it was, it was like a, you can't make mistakes. You can't do this. You're you're sinning if you do this. You're sinning mm-hmm. if you do that. And you had to like meet his approval or his expectations all the time, as opposed to, I never heard my pastor say like he made the same mistakes we made or did the same things that we did at some point in time. So you're saying most people, well, no, I won't say most, i always be careful because there's a lot of people watching. Some people are under the leadership of pastors who uh, make them think that, that, Everybody in the congregation is subject to some kind of grave ending mm-hmm. by the other person who does nothing, and you better get your life together. Da 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 da. Yeah, and not necessarily saying that, mm-hmm. but I never heard him say that he didn't do, you know, that he did anything, any made any mistakes. No transparency. Like, right, right. Now I got older and and went to a different church, and and I did hear my pastor, my former pastor. Um, admit to things that he did that made him also a bit more relatable but you know he's older so you just coming at it at this age in your 40s and able to talk to our generation and younger in a way that we understand and can relate to was amazing to me because I don't think that there's anybody else that that I know that speaks like you well I found out you know you talk about this first lady thing or you know You do media, but, you know, what people don't know is when I met you and in that six hour conversation, I found out that you used to be your pastor secretary, Mm -hmm. found out that you used to read the condolences for the funerals, found out that your mom was the MD and played the piano for the church. Mm -hmm. And so all of these different things you, 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 I wanted, I want people to know that, that your path was always in this direction. And just because... Uh, you have commercials that promoted what you did for a living. It doesn't take away what you lived to do, which right. was to serve God. And I found you right in that place. That's and true. so for me, it was like it was a it was a match made in heaven. 
And to be quite frank, you always give me a lot of credit for you'll you'll say, you know, allowing you to be. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't I don't think that you do anything different from when I met you. Like, yeah. you know, the ideas that we do in church together, the stuff that we do, that's the stuff that we were talking about in our early dating years. That's I mean true. days I should say, you know, yeah. so you know, I, I don't see I don't see that that matriculation or that change that people try to say online that right. took place. I know I just think this is I'll say it this way, you're actually just showing the world who you already were. That's so correct. But right. yeah, you're right. I think it's everybody else. And maybe I use those words for everybody else. Like he allows me to be me. But you yeah, you're right. I didn't really make a change. I do tell you all the time that you make me and you growing as a person. Yeah. I'm you talking about grow. the basis of who yeah, yeah, you yeah. are. Yeah. No, I agree. You don't. It's not that you allow me. It's just that they don't know. Right. That they've never seen this this side of me. But you're right. It's always. And it could be. I mean, you, 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 you we, we both allow each other to do certain things because yeah. you could really fight for a position. I, I just said in the recording not too long ago, any any battle you you fight to win, you end up losing. Because Mm -hmm. because trying to fix people and change people, it's like it's like it's like having your car be broken Mm -hmm. and and you want me to believe you're a mechanic. Right. Right. So you fixing me without fixing you makes me not trust you fixing me, Mm -hmm. makes me resent you for trying to fix me. I think that people should facilitate growth. In, in the relationship and not try to fix each other. What you yeah, think? Yeah, fixing each other is not a, it's just not a thing. It don't work. It really does not work. I, I, I was that dummy once in my life. Okay, we won't go there. Okay, yeah. so, um, <laughs> uh, what was but I you getting know ready what? to say? You just gave an example that I like. Bishop gave a similar example. Uh, Bishop in his, who? Jake's. Bishop Jake's. Um, and just because I'm petty like this, I like his example better of what you just said about the car and the mechanic. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's like going to a big lady or man mm-hmm. as a trainer. Oh, and, 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 and them telling you that they can get you in shape. Right. The evident, evidence. Ain't right. They like. And he went into detail about them having rolls in their necks and things that like that. That was hilarious. I was like, oh, he is my kind of petty uh, and I love it. The name of that sermon, the grace to change. Yeah. It Part was pretty two. awesome. Hilarious. He's funny. And he killed that sermon, though. Yeah. So let, I want to ask you, like, so when we first started talking, we had these non-negotiables. Like, yeah. stuff that we just wouldn't do. What was what was your non-negotiables? Cheating. Mm-hmm. Still is. Mm-hmm. Watch it now. I know it. Okay. It goes both ways. Okay. Don't lose your life. But what else, what, what else were you saying? Honestly, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that was a deal breaker for me at mm-hmm. Coming into the relationship, I was like, if you cheat on me, I'm out. So let me ask you a question. For anybody who's watching, would you recommend that people go into relationships already talking about what to get them out? Absolutely not. Because what that does is make you anticipate. Yeah. And it makes you start looking for something. Yeah. And, and, and now your trust is disintegrating at the thought of a trauma that you brought into the relationship. Absolutely. I just, um, I felt like, Trust was my trigger. Trust was my issue in a relationship. So I came in all guarded, like I will not mm-hmm. tolerate that ever right. again. So it was my mistake of coming in with like, listen, you do this and I'm out. And that's, that's, that's a done deal. But it's 
I found it to be the the one thing that I do, it doesn't even cross my mind. Like you have never given me a reason to look twice or to doubt you in any way to where it's not even it doesn't even come up in in my mind at all. So well, you know why I I heard you loud and clear say we both can admit we've done this before. Like we've been down this marriage oh, yeah. path before. Mm-hmm. Not something that Either one of us is super proud of it. It ain't no badge we wearing around like, yeah, I've right. been divorced and all that kind of stuff because that stuff hurt. Yeah. It's costly. It's painful. But I heard you very loud and clear when we met mm-hmm. about what your non-negotiables were. And I didn't judge the non-negotiables, but I was afraid. Mm-hmm. I was afraid because, you know, it makes you feel like, oh, man, can you hold up these standards? And not just not the infidelity part, but just all of the other things about, you know, how how tender your heart was and mm-hmm. how you how you viewed trust and loyalty. Yeah, like and what's the my definition of trust? Yeah, yeah. and love, yeah. right? Because yeah. we yeah. didn't have the same definition of love when right. we first came together. And then here I tell you, you know, that one of the things that I bring into the relationship is uh, a pursuit for justice, mm-hmm. right? Where I like things to be equal. And and your view was, well, everything isn't going to be equal. Mm-hmm. So if 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 a relationship, in my opinion, um, is going to work. Um, then I think that in the beginning, and, and you can speak for the ladies or how you feel, and, mm-hmm. and just to let y'all know, this is unscripted. Like, we don't have no teleprompter in the room. We're not reading nothing. Uh, we just we just talking to you out of our heart. I think that the most important thing for people in a relationship mm-hmm. is to understand that they are as broken as the person they wish was fixed. Right. And, like, when you come with somebody and be like, look, instead of saying, you know, um, you know, bracing yourself for the hurt. The perspective is bracing myself for the help. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'm here to support your fractures. Right. I'm here to support your brokenness and making sure that at all costs, as long as I can help it, make you not feel sorry that you shared that brokenness with me. Right. That's important. Cause that could break the trust as breaker, well. Right? Yeah. Like throwing stuff back in your face that you've shared. Yeah. That's, that's not okay. Yeah. Well. But I do I do agree. I mean, you can't come in. And I talk to, like, my single girlfriends now. Like, he got to have this, 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 this. And he can't have that. You know, like, girl, you just eliminated half the world. <laughs> like, okay. So, so he do, might women, not. do women shoot themselves in the foot by having a long list? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, and what's we've some had, of the stuff that women be saying that uh, they want men to have and they shouldn't even be trying to... I'm not going to say your name, but you know who you are. Wow. She says he has to have nice teeth, mm-hmm. um, can't be hairy. Mm-hmm. Like, she don't want a lot of hair on legs, arms. She don't want to have to, like, see it where she feel like she can comb it. You know what I mean? You know, them hairy kind of guys. You so, know, just now you said that I know exactly who that is because <laughs> only that person could say something that hilarious. <laughs> Um, what else? She he has to look like he has he can kiss. Look like he has to kiss. And it has to be a follow through that he can, but if he looks like he can't kiss, done. Like how does a who but it's a, funny. It's funny, let me explain. When I say this, I know where you're going. How do you know how does a person look like they can kiss? Right. That's what I say. Until she pointed it out. She was like, Look at him. Like she showed me a guy and I was she was like Look at him. I was like, oh, yeah, Mm-mm. he don't look like he can kiss. I get it. But it, it's she got some other things on the list. But I'm like, that's on. You can't do that. Like, it's just 
impossible because what if a nice hairy man comes along and he treats you wonderfully, but he's extremely hairy. Wax him. It's it's options. She was like, oh, imagine like sitting next to him and holding his hand, and then that hair starts sweating and get wet on my arm, and my that's all of that makes that's it sounds gross. Petty. But she's so serious. You know, we know a man don't like what? Oh, I'm would sure you like to one. hear it. I would love to hear it. I can't speak for all men. Okay, give me physical things. Men doesn't like like she doesn't like bad teeth. Men don't like bad teeth. Okay, we definitely. What if she like- has a big butt? Real with bad teeth, like big butt boobs. Like she got that hourglass thing, but her teeth are messed up. They got dentists on every corner, but her city. teeth are messed up they got currently. Dentists on every corner, so you're gonna fix them. You dog ah, lie. see, but you picked her, so you don't care about the teeth. Well, when I met you, you ain't had the original rims on your car. We can upgrade them. I had my teeth. <laughs> you got your teeth. You still got them. <laughs> but I'm saying that. You no, know, no, 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 no. If she got, if she, I mean, if, if if so, you're saying she should just suggest he gets his teeth fixed. Like he could be, like if a person got all of that, but she's not even giving him a chance. Yeah, she sees hair, bad teeth, out of there. You can't buy loyalty. Agree. At no corner store. Agree. So if you get loyalty and and honesty and and treat me right, yeah, in a. Decent frame, right? You can get the. Two I fits. am so with you, but she's not even giving him the opportunity to be that guy because she sees the bad teeth and the hair. Well, the hairy legs. On behalf of all, like men, if you could braid it, you know. That's ooh, that is that might. We've that seen might. those guys at like the pool or something. You could like braid their hair. That's not okay. I don't know what you do with that, but because I would imagine if you wax it, it's coming right back. I don't know. You near it. It's coming right back. And then there it again. That's a, that's a job, but it's okay. Let me not. You're not hairy, so it's fine. Wow. I don't have that problem. <laughs> but I understand. She has other things on the list, too. But I'm just saying, I, I do say to her, you have got to do better because you cannot have this list of things that he can't have because you're cutting out so many people. Like she wants him to be beautiful. And then expect all the other things that she would like, you know. And maybe he's out there somewhere. Well, that just... brings me to the next question. What, what name something that that I surprised you with? Like something that you were surprised by me once you got to know me. Mm, that you weren't a holy roller. I mean, I mean you are, but you're not. <laughs> you don't know how to. You don't know where to go from there. <laughs> I mean, you are, but you're not, not like a Bible you could, toter. right? Like you just you don't go around quoting Bible scriptures and like you're just normal. I know that's probably not the right word to use, but you just like we can ha- you can kick it with me in in any place at yeah, any time. I, you know, okay, that's true. You can <laughs> you can hang in any environment and be good. You know what I mean? Like, I did not expect that. I thought you were going to be very square. I, I, I meant to tell you on the first date. Mm. I'm smooth as ice. Oh, here we go. Twice as nice. Ain't had a bad day in my life. So I saw on this list of topics, you're like. You're a hater. You're sa- now, like your favorite you thing is that. Let me tell you what surprised me about you. Uh-huh. 
shoot that I knew my hymns. That you could shoot oh. a basketball. That's funny. That you could shoot a basketball. Like, I can. I know. I was very shocked at your You're being to sarcastic. Get ball up to the basket. That I could get it up to the basket? Have you seen what I've produced? Yeah. Okay. Where do you think they got it from? Their father. <laughs> Lies. You. That's me. You don't. That's all me. Why would you take credit for their athletic America, it's me. I'm just saying. It's my skills. Let me move on. I could show you some things on the court. I remember one time I seen you run and I bust out laughing. What do you mean? Because most of the time you just be chilling. Like, but when you get a sudden urge to bust a move and do athletic things, it's always funny to me. Why? I do them so well. Show the people your phone. I I don't want to share that. It's that, that, you know, that it ain't smooth. You be like. (laughs) I am very athletic. Ricky, she ain't ath- she's athletic, Ricky. Ricky, our producer, y'all. So if you hear me talk to Ricky every once in a while, she is athletic, Ricky, but uh, but she's not. Ricky, you want to know? I am so. Uh, that's not fair. Tell everybody what you used to do so we can get this out on the first I played episode. volleyball, softball, volleyball, and softball. What grade? <laughs> um, what grade were you in when you did this? <laughs> I stopped playing sports in the ninth grade. In the non-athletic years. So we're getting that's ready to. Not, I did play in the ninth grade. That's athletic. One athletic year. I just wanted, I just didn't have every, time for Every that. year before that is. I was a, a on, stellar baby. athlete. A stellar athlete. Stellar. Wow. Ask my mama. Of course she's going to say yes. Dear and I'm a stellar it. pianist. In my beginner book. Oh, you know what? I'm going to show. I'm going to see if I can go on my phone and have Ricky to edit in one of the episodes you playing the piano. So you guys get to decide if she's stellar or not. I said in my beginner book. You're pretty good. You're better than me. Unless, you know, clearly play the lead guitar or something. I know like that. that. Ricky, you want to play the game? You want to uh, play a so, game? Yeah, so we're about to play a game. Uh, I think both of you will call it how well do you know your spouse all right so we got a, we got a, we got that noise do we have a, I don't, do, do, do. Uh, all right so so um we don't even know the what the questions are we don't that's scary Death, i'm i'm deathly afraid so ricky you pick these questions uh so they were actually submitted oh oh that's oh, scarier Okay. How many questions are are there? Let me get ready. Yeah. Let's see how long. Oh, oh my God! I know I'm gonna lose. I know I'm gonna lose. Right. No, your your memory is better than mine. So, Keon. Okay. Yes. What did Shani wear on your first date? Oh, you know. Shani had on a pair of denim jeans, a denim colored shirt, denim. Some high heels, some blue, some some blue shoes. Uh, That's correct. (laughs) I knew he was going to get that one because he said it. Okay. (laughs) So next question is this for me or her? 
right, so Don't get beside yourself so I can get a little excited uh, over there because you got right, one question. So, so, so right now, we, we, this is Keon's segment right here. So. Oh, all right. Yeah. Let me sit back. Uh, who was Shani's teenage crush? Uh, uh, I don't know if we ever discussed that. I Shani recently is... told you this. I think I was telling the story. Was it a white guy? No. Um, okay, that eliminates everybody I was thinking. Oh, wow. Um, teenage crush Denzel. <laughs> Who was it? Malcolm Jamal Warner. Theo. I said that. I said Theo from you the Cosby tell Show. Me that. You told me that. Yeah. You're right. Every girl liked Theo on the Huxtable in my generation. All right. So this one is for Shani. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what mm-hmm. is Keon's ideal date? Staying at home. <laughs> no. Um... Ideal date? I think his ideal date would be skiing. (laughs) What is wrong with you? You would like to go on a date and ski. Am I lying? I would love to. Exactly. What is your ideal date, though? That's not your ideal date. My ideal date would be on a yacht in the middle of the ocean with a private chef. Eating lemon pepper chicken wings. Wow. How is anybody supposed to know that? You should know me. I'm your spouse. Wow. You just made that up, first of all. Like, right now, you made that up. <laughs> just so I lose that question. Okay. Okay, Rick. Let's go. This is how we doing things. Let's go. All right. So, the next question is, Shani, what do you think Keon's favorite memory Mm. Dang, that's hard. It is a hard one. My favorite, your favorite memory of me, is it sad or happy? Nervous. Our engagement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Grease. No. That that might be. Well, it's in my top top five for sure. She's one of those people that don't have favorite anything though. Yeah, I really no don't. No favorite color, no favorite nut, but I'm gonna say grease. Yeah, I have like top five things. Or or the whiz. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's never watched the whiz. Why are you all of y'all looking at me in shock and amazement? <laughs> I just need I just need everybody to know that, okay? It is offensive. I saw the part with the witch lady. The part. Did y'all hear that? The that part. part. I I tried to get him to watch the whiz and he wouldn't even pay attention. <laughs> Black people help me out. 
Baby, you have no business sharing my business <laughs> in these streets like that. I just need other people to understand my I mean, frustration. Did you see everybody's face? I mean, guys, I wish y'all could see everybody in the room just looked at everybody's me. Like, face. Even, even my boy Chris was holding the cage like. <laughs> <laughs> it is unacceptable that you have never watched The Wiz. I've you seen should the be able of to. Oz. No. See? Mm-mm. It's not. It's not, and you need to know the songs. You need to be able to sing along. Come on in, ease on down, ease on down. You know down one song from the Wiz. That's the only song you know. I'm, I'm not a Wiz fan, but I've, I've seen this. So. Can you sing along? Dominique, you have not give seen me, the Wiz. Give me an example of a Wiz song. Thank you, Destiny. And Destiny, don't be knowing. Give me a, give me a Wiz none song. None of our generation. Chris, what's a Wiz song? What's one? Somebody give me one. I'm gonna help you sing it right now. Uh, uh, you can't win. Started. You can't win. No, this I ain't got. Michael it. Jackson sang it. You're from Gary, right? You're supposed to be a Michael Jackson fan. I am. Not if you haven't seen The Wiz. Your fanship is revoked. <laughs> you are no longer in the Michael Jackson club. <laughs> I had his jacket though. I don't know why you didn't ever saw The Wiz. Right. Give it back. Who has better style? I think we kind of level up on that. Yeah, sometimes together. he dresses me. Yeah. I'll give it to you. You'll give it to me? I'll give it to you. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, last question. Hmm. What are you guys most likely to fight over? Mm. <clears throat> Food. Because, let me tell you why. This is a valid argument. So my wife is asking about food while she's eating. So it's like, I, don't I wonder what we're going to have for lunch. Ma'am, we're absolutely eating breakfast now. She's asking me about lunch, dinner, and what she's going to eat in the morning. I'd which like I find know. very offensive and frustrating. I cannot have a conversation about what I want to eat later when I'm not hungry. I don't see anything wrong with that. I like and to plan ahead. And I like to be excited babe. about what I'm going to eat later on. I need, I just like to be excited about it. Like when I go to bed, I would like to know, first of all, you can wake up and stop acting like you're bored. I want to know what I'm going to eat tomorrow. And I don't. And you don't. So then he gets frustrated. And then I'm annoyed that he's annoyed because it's important to me. But you keep asking me, what do you want to eat? I Because you, sir, I don't only know. eat two things. <laughs> and it's boring. <laughs> you don't have to eat what I eat. But you want me to. You want to eat the no, same I want thing. You to eat. From the same place you eat from. They have or, options. I don't want to do all of this going all of these places. Well, it's not my fault stuff. you can't eat everything. I'm allergic to seafood. Right, so that you limits eat, you. Eat crab, everything. You drink crab water. You eat, <laughs> you're, you're you eat lobster juice and lobster well, French fries and steak with lobster on it. And and, and you only eat beef or chicken. Not not true. Okay, lamb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. What else? Can and I then eat? and then you're picky about that. So 
You want fried chicken? Well, not if it's a lot of crust. Only if it's like little crust because a lot of crust is going to make my stomach hurt. So I can't have that kind of chicken, but I can have fried chicken. Just have to be like, who, what? Sir. Then I got to search for that kind of fried chicken or eat how we need to cook. And you know, I don't be wanting to cook all the time. So like. You are so aggressive. Just, is that the truth? Because. You need it lightly floured and fried. It's just so. Wow. It's true. I never knew you felt this way about me. I'm so glad we're out here in this. In he said, he asked the question, and you agreed that if we're going to fight about something, it's going to be food because yeah. in your lack of excitement for it. Is there any more questions, Ricky? If we talk about candy, though. That is it. How well do you Hold on. Smile? Wait a minute. Let's, let's do this before we leave. <laughs> See, you always, you always get the little chin in at the end. Uh huh. Candy. Right. You light up about that. Or okay. caramel sauce. Look at me. Put caramel sauce on my ice Look cream, babe. Cake. Oh, that makes me See happy. how your eyes just Yeah, that's all candy. Glittery. Cookies. I have admitted that I get excited about food. You, sir, just want to eat and don't care to talk about it. We need to talk about it. It's a conversation. Okay. I'll do a better job at talking about it. Your face. You should fix oh, it. I'll do a better job at talking about it. <laughs> that is so my sarcastic. Chum and my pal. I'll do a better <laughs> is job. Is there another topic, Ricky? See, see how you yep. do me? That's actually the end of the show. That's the end of the show. All right. Well, oh. that's it. We got to wrap it up. Wrap it up then. All right. So listen. Wind guys. it up. All right. Listen, this is what we want you to do. We want you to go to our YouTube channel and we want you to subscribe. I want you to share it. I want you to tag as many people as you can. If you got to copy and paste the link and send it to somebody to take all of the guesswork out of it, we want as many of you who will and who can to subscribe for the Grow Zone. We want you to follow us at the Grow Zone on Instagram. Go there. And I want you to send us these questions. And I'm telling you right now, we intend to have a whole lot of fun. And my wife is going to be adjusting my mic in the process. So I'm very, very excited about what we're doing. Is there any final things you have for the people before we leave today? No. I had a great time with you today. I had a great time with you today as well. All right. What are we going to eat? And I did not kiss you on the the first day is because I didn't want you on the grow zone telling people that I tried kiss you and all that. I only went as far as a gentleman goes. I'll be hungry like you sometimes. (laughs) You have a big appetite and a fit, slim body, but your appetite's not match your body at all.